0: Hello and welcome back to Shamelessly Unapologetic with me, Alana Pinsky. So this episode is basically going to be talking about what it truly means to be unapologetic in my own terms and sometimes how when you are going to be your most unapologetic self and live your own life differently than how other people may live their life, you usually end up pissing other people off. Sometimes you may have to give others tough love about how you choose to live your life, or maybe it's just because you're very unapologetic about being brutally honest and you'll never sugarcoat things because it's not staying true to yourself and you always want to stay true to yourself. This is kind of where I wanted to go with this episode and realize that no matter how many times you'll accidentally piss people off just for being yourself or when you have to give tough love to somebody, we always know it's done with good intentions, because even though we may be the badasses that we are, we never ever want to do things with bad intent and to be really mean, nasty human beings. That's not how we're trying to live our life. We know sometimes that we may kind of have a bit of aggressive personalities to us, but it all comes from a good place and not from a bad place. and. This is kind of what I wanted to touch on with this episode and things that I've always encountered while discovering myself and realizing that I'm this bad bitch who is going to stay unbothered. And I didn't always used to be unbothered. In fact, I used to be very insecure and very bothered about what other people were going to think about me. Now, don't get me wrong. I still have insecurities about different things here and there. But I have grown so much as a person over time to the point where I'm able to take back the power of my own life and to stay unbothered and to live life on my own. I think for me, one of the biggest things that happened to me as I started to find myself, especially when I moved to San Francisco, was that I got a lot of slack and people would always call me out for being outspoken or brutally honest. It definitely doesn't feel good when someone hates your message and what you're trying to convey to others to encourage people to unapologetically live their best bone life. That's basically my why behind all my content, especially within my YouTube channel. But the thing is, this hate is actually more petty hate than someone actually trying to hold you accountable these people don't really understand where you're coming from and they feel like they're being personally attacked. So I'm here to tell you that I will never personally attack somebody. I don't comment on people's appearances or their body or things about who they are that make them them. What I will do is call people out for being unreasonable. I'll call people out for being rude I'll call people out for being fake. That's what I do. Some people will just completely take this the wrong way and they'll turn and they'll twist my words and say that I'm being a bully when that is honestly the last thing that I'm doing. I can give you one example. So when I posted something on Instagram about how short women need to give short guys a chance and keep in mind this post is geared towards single people only. It does not apply to people who are already in relationships or they're married or whatever. This is solely for people who are single navigating the dating world just like me. I told short women that they need to stop going after the man who is six feet tall. Because, no offense, I believe that there's no reason for somebody that short to want somebody who is six feet tall. Now, I know a lot of women, especially, want their partner to be taller than them, that's fine, but 5'7 is still going to be taller than you, you know what I'm saying? Especially if they're my height at 5'1. I just don't see the need for people wanting to have a preference of six feet tall when they are that short. I understand height is a preference, but sometimes I think the preference can be unreasonable. And I don't think I'm being unfair for calling those people out and saying, look, you're very short to begin with. What use do you have with a dude who's six feet tall? Please let me know. Like, why do you want somebody who is going to protrude over you? I don't really understand it. So I had this one girl who used to be in my sorority. And she's married, she's like 4'10", 4'11". She's very short, shorter than me. And her man is six feet tall, apparently. And she decided to comment on my picture, saying that I need to not be tearing women down for their choices. Basically, she kind of took offense to what I was saying, but I'm thinking, okay, this doesn't pertain to her. She's already married. As long as she's in a happy relationship, like, I don't care. But what I'm trying to convey with my message is that my post is saying you need to give shorter guys a chance just because they're six feet tall or they're below six feet that they're completely worthless and that really devalues a person. So we didn't get into a heated argument. I mean, she respectfully disagreed with me, but that's just kind of one example where people will disagree with things that I say and they'll take my message the wrong way. Now, I have this other example from when I posted something on Instagram and on YouTube. I used to do dating profile audits back in the day and I stopped doing those just because I didn't think they brought that much value because it was just random profiles that I was critiquing. But in a sense, it was still helping people get an idea of what not to do in a dating profile and I always blur everything out I hide all the identifiable information so nobody knows who these people are. So when I post on Instagram, I'm sorry, when I upload a video on YouTube, I always make an Instagram post to go with that video to market the video on my Instagram a little bit more so it drives more traffic to the video. So this one girl who also used to be in my sorority, she attacked my post saying that I was being very hateful, that all these people were trying to do was put their best foot forward. Why should I rip these people's dating profiles to shreds? And that's not what I was doing at all. She probably got triggered by the fact that maybe she has a shitty dating profile too and she probably doesn't care what kind of criticisms come her way even though i wasn't even critiquing her profile to begin with and she was saying you need to leave these poor women alone because i was looking at women's profiles and she's saying a lot of your catfishing people you better not be swiping right and i said no i'm not swiping right on these people all i'm doing is just going through the accounts and i swipe left on it afterwards because i have a i had a fake account that i used to look at women's profiles to see what was out there and how women were marketing themselves to other people. I was just genuinely curious because I've only seen guys' profiles. And let me tell you, women are also just as bad as making dating profiles. Fun fact. But that's that's besides the point. So she basically gave my video a thumbs down and then she sent her friend to send me a really mean, nasty DM. I just ignored it. Didn't even give it any kind of attention because... She didn't even like understand where I was coming from and I really wasn't doing anything harmful. I blurred the people's identities out. All I was just sharing was that these impro- these profiles could use some more work and I explained what was in the picture, but I never revealed any kind of identifiable information. So she took that the wrong way and then I blocked her because she just refused to like understand my argument. I don't have time for negative, hateful people who want to attack me because she said you're only doing this for views for your shitty channel so when you come for me my channel and call it shitty yeah i have an issue with that because bitch where's your youtube channel yeah that's what i thought it doesn't exist because you don't have the kind of discipline that i have to make a youtube channel so i just blocked her i didn't need that kind of negativity in my life so that's another example And then one other final example where I unapologetically share my thoughts on social media. Uh, Again, involving another girl from my sorority. Let me just say that a lot of people from my sorority became extremely toxic after I left my chapter when I graduated. So one more example. So if you remember my last episode, I shared the message about how a girl who bullied me in middle school tried to apologize to me. And I took it to Instagram on what's the best way to respond to this kind of message. And I blurred everything out, didn't reveal her identity because I didn't know what to say. I was very stunned. And then I made a post on Instagram about bullying and sharing my story because October is a uh, bully prevention month. And I wanted to make a post somewhat relevant to that. So I gave the example about how a bully tried to apologize to me and it was a horrible apology. And I mentioned in the post on ways on how you can truly apologize and why this person's apology was not a good apology. Basically, the value that I was trying to bring to people was sharing this is how you don't apologize to people Let me tell you what's a better way to do that. So I want to share with you what this girl said to me over a private Instagram message. So she said, Hey, I know it's not my business, but as an objective outsider, I'm concerned about your post about bullying prevention. Well, most of the message was good. I don't think trashing that girl's apology is an example of spreading positivity and kindness. It comes across as toxic and bitter. And as an influencer, I'm sure you have a lot of young followers who will look at this as an example of it being okay to get even, which I know is not the message you are trying to spread. To an outsider, to me, it looks like you wanted to shame her because she was a bully to you, which I understand to a degree, including not wanting to forgive her. With that being said, I think your post would be much more impactful if you weren't trashing someone else, even if that person did or maybe even still sucks as a human being. Do what you want with this information, but I felt the need to share my two cents. Good luck in continuing to grow your platform. So I said, hi, thanks for the feedback. Sorry to hear that. It's not about trashing her message. It's about showing what is considered a bad apology, in my opinion, and how it can help someone to make that decision for themselves. It's my story to share, and you're invalidating my feelings by calling it toxic and bitter. Everything is based off my personal experiences And there will always be people who will disagree with me. Unfortunately, I can't be held responsible for how others choose to react to my story. But thanks for the private message. I respect that. And she said, that wasn't my intent, but I understand. I would never comment anything negative about or to you publicly. You deserve the grace of PM. Best of luck. So I appreciated, again, that it was a private message, but she totally got this all wrong. And again I was unapologetically expressing my opinion in fact I was trying to hold my bully accountable for her bad apology I'm not shaming her and I think people do not understand the difference of shaming someone and then holding someone accountable for their actions I will never be purposely rude to anyone unless someone is blatantly rude to my face I won't hold back what you give to me is I will give to you back. I'm tired of being modest. It's not for me, and modesty truly holds me back when I'm trying to live a fulfilling life. There's a difference between being rude and evil and then calling people out for their shitty behavior and trying to hold them accountable. There's also a difference in being a bitch with good intentions and then being a bitch just to be a bitch. I don't always think before I speak. Okay? I will be first to admit that I am absolutely not perfect. Sometimes I say the wrong thing and I don't know how to choose my words carefully. I will sometimes get called out on that and I need to be held accountable for some of the things that I say and I try to correct the behavior that could have been potentially offensive or is offensive, I should say. And I'm all about being held accountable and being told when I'm fucking up. In those cases, those people weren't holding me accountable. They were just people disagreeing with me because they didn't understand what I was trying to go for. They completely took my message out of context. And they don't live an unbothered life like I do. I've dealt with these women in my sorority, and... Growing up in the South, modesty culture is really pushed on society, trying to act ladylike or trying to basically be more soft-spoken. And I'm not soft-spoken. Now, not to say that these women are soft-spoken because I've seen them express their opinions on social media, just like how these women express their own opinions to me on social media as well criticizing my content. I personally believe that they were just being petty. So an example that I can share of when I was being held accountable for things that I said that I shouldn't have said actually happened earlier today with my roommate. So my roommate and I got into this really deep conversation about sexual orientation. And there were some things that I said that weren't worded properly. And she said, you need to be very careful with how you word things, especially when you're using those words to a person in my community. It can come across as very offensive and stereotypical, and you have to get those stereotypes out of your head. And I said, I'm sorry, you know what, you're right. I definitely did not use the right choice of words there. So I am able to own up for when I fuck up. I think there's a difference between, you know, choosing your words carefully, and that is something that I've become more aware of over time, and I still fuck up with my wording. So maybe some people are thinking with the other posts that I mentioned, they say, you know, you could have worded this better. But the difference is, I'm not going to word things to fit people's comfort levels, There's a difference between wording things my way and making people uncomfortable and then wording things that could actually be seriously offensive. And what I had said with my roommate was actually more offensive and not something that just makes somebody uncomfortable just because their level of comfort is different than mine. So I'm all for being held accountable and being told when I'm fucking up and when I really am saying something offensive. Because the last thing that I ever want to do is offend somebody because that's not the kind of person that I am. I never ever want to be a bully or to say outlandish, offensive things because I know what it's like for people to say offensive and terrible things to me. I will never apologize for being honest, especially if people ask me for my honest feedback. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to be blunt. I'm not going to sugarcoat things. And it really annoys me when people get mad at me for being honest. It's like, well, you asked me to be honest. I feel like I can't win with you here. I remember on a YouTube video that I posted, it was my speed dating video in San Francisco. And I was very honest about how I felt about the people that I met. And I said, straight up, I was completely honest, open saying I was not attracted Physically attracted to most of the men that I met. People came to this video because they wanted to know my thoughts and opinions of the people that I met. They wanted to know if I had success with it. People came for my opinion so I gave it to them. However, I got a couple comments on that video saying, you're so picky If you stay this picky, you're going to end up alone. Gee, haven't heard that one before, that cliche bullshit answer. I got called shallow because these these comments mostly came from men. These men were saying, oh, and I thought men were shallow. It seems like women are just shallow and that you only put emphasis on physical appearance. And that's not necessarily true. Well, physical attraction is very important to me. You also do need to have a good personality. And personally, I didn't click with any of those personalities either. And I'm not going to apologize for being honest. Would you rather have me lie on the video and say, I found every single dude attractive. I'm going to go on 10 dates with all these guys. No, I'm not going to do that just to appease people's comfort levels. You wanted to know my opinion and what I thought of these people and I gave it to you and you still weren't happy with my response. I'm not shallow. Yes, looks are important to me, but so does personality. Both matter to me. I'm not going to just settle for one or the other. That's not going to put me in a happy, fulfilling relationship. Both matter to me. I need the whole goddamn loaf, not just a slice of the bread. So it really annoys me when people comment on the video critiquing my pickiness when they don't realize that I'm a bad bitch, she won't settle for less than what she deserves. And that makes people uncomfortable. So that's kind of an example that I can give to you with that. And speaking of being unapologetic and how people aren't comfortable, one thing I've noticed about being unapologetic is that people are not uncomfortable with others' confidence especially my confidence. I didn't used to be a confident person. I think once I moved to San Francisco, this is kind of where I really learned to find myself and to stop giving a fuck. I have confidently stayed true to myself and I refuse to stay silent about things that bother me. I will speak up if there is something that bothers me. I've learned how to become a better communicator. Now, I can understand if people take my communication the wrong way because I can get a little aggressive about my opinion and when something bothers me, but I'm not going to change who I am just to make people comfortable. So an example was at my old job, the one that I got fired from. There were a lot of things that I didn't like about how my company was running things and I felt that they were starting to become very greedy. So I worked at a recruiting agency and recruiting agency is more of a sales focused job as opposed to a recruiting job. And I could tell that my company was starting to reveal their greed in a meeting and they were saying, take every single call, submit all these candidates to the client. The more people you submit, the better your chance it is to make a placement. And so there was this one part of a meeting where we talked about how we still need to submit the asshole candidates who are rude to you and who will basically trash you and that you should still submit them. Client should make the decision whether or not they want to move forward with the candidate because apparently the asshole candidates end up being the best candidates for the job. And that makes me mad because I don't want to submit somebody who is going to be very unprofessional to me on the phone and give me shit for no reason. And I was trying to give examples of things that candidates had said to me and they were saying that doesn't happen that often. like, I don't care, but it still happened to me and you're still invalidating how I feel. And more and more with these meetings where I started to push back on the things that the founders were saying And let me tell you, I pushed back a ton because I was realizing that I was no longer aligning with the company's values and the missions and that this company kind of had a my way or the highway type attitude. Literally one of the company's values is um, commit, is like disagree and commit, which basically says you may not like what we're doing, but you gotta commit to it anyways. And I don't like that. I'm not comfortable with that. So I got fired for being a cultural misfit And I also was not performing well at my company, but I was also set up to fail at the company. And I explained that whole story in another YouTube video about how I lost my job there. But I can tell you that my company was not comfortable with my outspoken and confident personality at all. They definitely felt threatened by it. And when they realized, okay... She doesn't align with anything that we're saying. We need to get rid of her because she keeps pushing back on everything and that's problematic. I felt very small over there. So at the end of the day, it was probably best in the long run to get cut from that company because I don't want to work for a company that doesn't take anything that I say into consideration. I knew I was right and I knew what they were doing was shady and I was not comfortable doing shady stuff for them. So another thing that happens when you are a very unapologetic person and you always say unbothered is that people will call you stubborn and hard-headed. My mom is so guilty of doing this. I cannot tell you how many times, I've I've lost count at this point, when my mom has said, Alana, you're so stubborn and hard-headed, you won't listen to anybody. The reason I don't listen to anybody is because I don't want to fucking hear what you have to say because... Everything that people have to say to me, which is really just family members because my family doesn't understand me at all, is that it's negative. It's shit that I don't agree with. And it's not going to make me a happier person. It's not going to positively impact me for the long run. So, yeah, I am going to ignore you. Yeah, I am going to be stubborn and not give a shit with what you say. I'm so tired of people putting this negative stigma on the word stubborn being stubborn is such a great thing it's okay to be stubborn because being stubborn means that you refuse to settle for someone else's way and they're just going to be mad because you won't let them manipulate you into thinking like they do and my mom was so guilty of doing this my aunt has been guilty of doing this I constantly get attacked for being stubborn and I will never alter my beliefs or values just for someone else. People really do confuse confidence with stubbornness and it really annoys me. And a perfect example of standing up for myself and refusing to conform my values and beliefs For someone else is with makeup shaming marco i made this whole video about how i was makeup shamed by some dude who wanted to collaborate on his youtube channel and he asked me not to wear a full glam makeup look for his video because he thought that nobody would take me seriously on his channel i wasn't going to be credible and that i looked better without it and i went off on him and i tried to hold him accountable for how judgmental he was and how you can't say those things to people. And then he basically said, I respect your wishes, best of luck to you. And then this asshole makes a whole video about me on his YouTube channel about defensiveness and dating. And he pretty much gaslit me the whole time and made me look like a bad person. And then I made a response video to that video, which is about the whole makeup shaming thing. And I have all the receipts of the conversation and I broke down the content of his video. I didn't physically show the content, but I just summarized what was said in the video and I gave my response to it. I will never alter my beliefs or values for somebody and people will call you defensive when you stand up for yourself and it's, it's bullshit. So that's another thing that I experienced with becoming more unapologetic about who I am And I'm sure if you are this kind of person too, I'm sure you may feel the same way. So I've learned over time that I'm not going to apologize for staying true to myself. And yes, it will piss others off because these people truly do lack confidence or they feel the need to stay in their own little bubble and keep to themselves because they're so scared. They're scared to what other people are going to think. Being unapologetic means never conforming or compromising your beliefs. What being unapologetic is not is never apologizing for hurting someone and invalidating someone else's feelings. It's not about being a dick for the sake of being a dick and not feeling sorry about it. That's the difference between the two. If you're out here listening to this podcast, please never compromise your beliefs, personality, and values for anyone. That's just called being fake. And I know for a goddamn fact, that's not what you're aspiring to be. Plus, you'll be so unhappy with yourself when you aren't staying true to you. So that's basically my message and um, the true meaning behind Shamelessly Unapologetic as a podcast. And hopefully you can kind of expect what you'll hear more of throughout this podcast and other episodes. You'll hear me have conversations with people where I'm just truly being myself, sharing my own honest opinion and, and having others share their own honest opinions. And we can just talk about life together. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast. You follow us on Instagram at shamelessly unapologetic and always send submissions of things that you're unapologetic for or an unapologetic experience that you had in your life. There are obviously no wrong or right answers here and you can do that at shamelessly unapologetic podcast at gmail.com. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you next week with a brand new episode.